0: This is Find the 8, a podcast for teens, where change is broken down into bite-sized action steps that you can take even when you're busy, tired, and overwhelmed. I'm Dr. Kara Uwe, and in this first season, we're going to talk about sleep, because it's hard to change anything else if you're sleep-deprived and exhausted. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 13. Today is the last episode of season one, and we are going to be talking about whether or not you need a sleep reset. It's really hard to do the things that you need to do consistently and for long enough to see improvements in your sleep, especially if your sleep difficulties are chronic or severe, or if you're exhausted, overwhelmed, or have a lot of other things going on. In my experience, the eight things that make the biggest difference to sleep and that often need to come together at the same time include number one, being able to get ready for sleep on time. Number two, getting the right light and dark cues, which includes putting away your electronics early enough. Number three, staying out of your bed until you're really sleepy and calm. Number four, being able to respond effectively to an overactive mind. Number five, being able to relax your body. Number six, being able to wake up early enough and at a more consistent time. Number seven, cutting out napping. And number eight, increasing physical activity. But in our light-saturated and constantly connected world, putting all of these things together properly is really challenging. One option is to do a sleep reset, in which you tackle everything in a short, discrete period of time. This way, you can throw your energy, attention, and willpower at a short sprint. As opposed to just generally trying to improve your sleep and implementing changes here and there, this approach is more intense, but you can see change faster. You can also prepare for this reset so that you can really hit the ground running and not be trying to sort things out as you go, which often ends up slowing down progress. This idea is similar to what you would do if you were on a bike at the bottom of a steep hill. Just casually pedaling up a steep hill is not gonna work and will take too long. Partway up, you'd probably be depleted and discouraged and it would be much more likely for you to call it quits. Instead, to get to the top of the hill on your bike, you would start pedaling as hard as you could. Maybe you would stand up, put your head down, and give it all you had. This would be the fastest and most effective way to get to the top, and then once you were there, you could ease up and start pedaling normally. Similarly, once you get your sleep on track, you don't have to continue pouring as much time, energy, and willpower into sleeping well. It becomes easier to avoid things like napping or caffeine when you're not so exhausted. So what does a reset look like? A reset typically lasts two to four weeks, depending on how consistent you can be, and involves following a defined schedule for sleep that is the same on weekdays and weekends. In the last episode, we defined what a good enough and ideal sleep schedule could look like for you, and you can actually just use these times to define the schedule. For example, if you decided that ideal sleep would be 11 to 8 a.m. every day, this would be the window of time during the reset when you would allow yourself to sleep. But if at 11 p.m., if you didn't feel sleepy, then you would still stay out of bed until you were really on the edge of sleep, just like we talked about in episode 11 when we talked about your three-step sleeplessness plan. If you woke up in the middle of the night or too early before the end of this window, you would also get out of your bed and only return once you were sleepy. To see benefits from following this type of schedule sooner, you would need to cut out napping, cut out all the other time awake in bed during the day, and you would also want to be really careful about your other sleep behaviors during this time, like your screen time and light before bed. If you wanted to take a less challenging but slower-to-see-results method, Then you might choose your good enough sleep schedule as your window of opportunity for sleep. For example, you may choose to sleep only between the hours of 12 and 7 on weekdays and 12 and 9 on weekends. So when should you do a reset and what can you expect? If you're going to do this, I'd suggest doing it at a time when you're able to give it as much attention and energy as you can. Things will not get better right away and actually things should get a bit worse for a week or so before they get better because you're gonna be cutting down on your opportunity for sleep before you can expect to see any improvements. This is actually a good thing because the sleep deprivation means that you're building up more sleep drive. And if you can stick to the schedule consistently, this will help you with resetting your sleep faster. On a little side note, if you are driving, you're gonna need to be really cautious and maybe even not drive for a short period of time while you're doing this if you are more sleep deprived. It's best to choose a time when you're more likely to be successful in order to get through this tough part and finish the reset. During exams or when you're moving or when you're in a particularly chaotic time in your life may not be the best time because it's going to be much harder to be consistent. During this time, you want to clear away anything that might derail you. For example, you may want to cancel plans that are going to keep you alert and up too late. It's also helpful to make plans ahead of time that will make it easier for you to stick to the schedule that you choose. So, you may want to make plans with a friend or with family members on weekend mornings and at times when you're likely to nap. Finally, you may also want to reward yourself and build in some accountability. Set up a calendar where you give yourself a check mark every time you stick to your daily goal, then give yourself a reward after a week of sticking to your plan. And it's way easier if you do this with a friend so that you can keep each other accountable. Finally, you may need more help because this process can be really challenging to stick to properly. This is where working with a professional comes in. This strategy of a reset is based on a type of therapy called cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia. And ideally, you want to work with someone who has experience and expertise in this treatment. In the show notes, I'll link to some options. Now let's get to action. If you want to do a reset, I'd suggest as an easy first step that you get someone else on board with you to do it. As soon as you can, text a friend or ask a family member to do this with you. Then I'd suggest that you print off the cheat sheet from today's episode that will summarize how to set up a reset. This can be found by visiting the Find the Eight Instagram page and clicking on the link in the bio or by visiting findtheeight.com forward slash 13. And this brings us to the end of the first season of Find the Eight. In this first season, I really tried to cover the basics, but of course, there's lots more to learn. I already have other episodes in the works and in future seasons, we're going to focus on topics like productivity, relaxation, habit building, mindset, building a support network and other strategies for mental wellness, because all of these things are key ingredients to sleeping well and moving towards that version of your life that you want. Just like in this season, in future seasons, I'll break down the concepts for each topic into bite-sized steps in episodes of 10 minutes or less. I'm also going to start integrating the occasional bonus interview episode with experts in these topics, as well as other people like you who've been through it, so that I can understand what worked for them and what may work for you. As I create more episodes, I'd like to know what you'd like to know, who you might like me to interview, and how I can build this better. Please provide your feedback in the FindThe8.com contact form or through the link in the the FindThe8 Instagram bio. Also, while I take a break with this podcast, I'll continue to put out tips on Instagram, so please remember to follow Find the 8 and share with your friends if you found it helpful. Thank you so much for joining me this season. Take care, and I will see you soon. If you found this episode helpful, please share it, subscribe to this podcast, and follow Find the 8 on Instagram so that you can find the better rested version of your life, one bite-sized step at a time.